Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hey guys, welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. My name is Sam and sitting across from me is the man who can't say no to only one Guinness and also has trouble listening and pronouncing Maori words to do with native trees. The one and only Chris. <laughs> Hi guys, uh, glad to be here. Thanks for Did you the like intro. that intro? I love the intro, Sam. That was awesome. Good. Um, yeah, it is hard to say no to a second Guinness and you wanted an orange juice. So I was like, I really, I can't be rude. I've got to have a Guinness. That's true. That's true. <laughs> So we'll talk about that later, what we've been up to. And I thought we'd start this off first by talking about the Relay for Life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because so, obviously that looked actually quite epic. It looks really fun, like a lot of fun. It, it, it always is epic. Um, it was a good team. We had, I said last time, I couldn't remember what the name of the yes. team was. It was actually called Totally Random because nobody knew each other. So yeah, it was yeah. totally That's random. Good. We've already got a name for next year and they've already got all this stuff. They're on a, a charity high now and they're like, oh, we'll Is, do this. Was, we'll it, do was, this. was a lot of them first timers? Um, I'm just wondering if that's... Half, uh... half first timers and oh, yeah, half, yeah. half have done it before. So that was cool. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was great. It was good because we had a roster and we, we have a roster quite a bit for the walking and we have done it for a while now. And so, but this time they rostered two people on walking at a time oh, and okay. they mixed it up so we were walking with somebody we didn't know so we awesome. you know, knew people all the time yeah, so yeah, good yeah. chatting and, and stuff yeah. like did that did you bust so, out some cool stories uh, one or two one or yeah. two cool stories what times were you walking all over the show, shop yeah I think I had a three hour break in the middle of the night which I had a bit of a sleep so I walked one till two a.m. and then I didn't have to get up again till five I was nice. at five or something like that yeah yeah so um, yeah no it was good it was good and um, and in that photo where you had that massive tent thing, was that the one you were telling me about that you had? There was like a big white dome type tent. Yeah, that's, that's man, the that one looked I, awesome. Yeah, I bought that for was it good for life? Yeah, no, it was good. It was great. Yeah, yeah, it works really well. So we had all these tents, and then I had a little pup tent that I actually it's so small. Yeah, that um, I used to take it on the back of my motorbike. Oh, camping. right. That's how small yep. it is. I can't actually lie down there straight because I'm too big for it. So I got to curl up. Yeah. And it was how high this, above it is it? Above you though, is it? Um, Cause it's I, not too bad. It's a. It's one of those domes. It's got oh, four okay. things over it. Because when I went to uh, one of the innovation things with telecom, the guy out in the field that was camping next to me, he was ultra extreme light, so he was basically sleeping in a sack. <laughs> that's pretty much that's all it was no no this one's not that bad but um, it's not very it's like 40 so this is like the worst thing to bring someone else back to the tent well with. it was pouring oh, down. I thought you were going to pouring <laughs> down with rain okay. so um, it was all soppy and wet because the bottom's all end. like a tarp so it's collecting yep. Yep. like a paddling pool so I just took Good. my sweaty shirts off and just put them to the front to, to catch it all but yeah I still managed to sleep because when you don't have much sleep you Sleep. <laughs> when you don't have much time to sleep. When you, you don't sleep. have much sleep, you sleep. Now that's yeah, that's yeah. words of wisdom coming from Chris. Yeah, but yeah, no. So we did really well. We got. I think we've got close to four thousand dollars. Our team. Awesome. And I know and you uh, made your little. And little I made goal. my personal goal. I got a uh, personal goal for each of us was two hundred bucks. Um, Although I do have one thing to say about that. I, I got over two fifty. You replied to everyone that left a comment on the thing except for me. I yeah, because I thought I would say that to you on oh, person, yeah, on, yeah. in person, on air. Thanks for your contribution, Sam. Yeah, I no worries. That. No worries. <laughs> I'll remember that. I, I, yeah, I was pretty slack, I must admit. 
definitely worth it. What, what did you get up to? Because you, you didn't make it down. I was working. Ah, But okay. because you said I was working afternoons into the night, so you said the best time to come is the afternoon, and I was like, oh, no, can't make yeah. it. And I was actually real tired because like, I've been doing crazy hours. So The worst thing, though, I finished one walking leg, then Les Mills had a class there, and I was like, oh, it's Dan, sweet, I'll go over, and I did this mashup class, and I was really getting into it because I only have one speed and that's like full on. I, However, it was straight and, after and, breakfast. And of course you're at the front of the class because you can't oh, yeah. deal with seeing other people. Oh yeah, no, totally in front of everybody because I couldn't deal with that. And we just had our baked beans breakfast. So I'm tasting baked beans quite a bit through yeah, this thing. Yeah. Um, and Dan got me up in front with the instructors for the last uh, sound, the last track, which was cool. So do, they was do, that, do they do that quite a bit? Uh, no. it, oh, okay. But I was the only one that knew what I was doing yeah, yeah, <laughs> in front yeah, of yeah, them, so yeah. they do that. It was nice. It's a nice gesture. And poor old, oh, I shouldn't say poor old Dan, poor old us. Dan's just been, uh, he's moving off to Hong Kong to be teaching uh, Les Mills over there. Nice. He's awesome. He's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. We're going to miss him. Damn yep. it. Damn you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so that's uh, that's Relay for Life news, really. Ah, very good. Now, what, on, on the list, what else did you want to talk about? I know, I've got to, I've got to say this now. So we've lost a couple of really cool people recently, and I'm going to try not to cry. All right, no, I'm serious. Spock, um, Leonard Nimoy. When I was young, I really made Spock my idol, whatever, my role hero, model. role idol. model, role yep, model. Yep. That's a good word. It really did make a difference in my life. I know that sounds so trite, but particularly when I was young, because he was the only person I knew. <laughs> certainly not my parents who was objective and could think through a problem and did all those things. So I really did for a long time go, what would Spock So you have? connected with them. Yeah. And they, so they had a they had a list of thirty other film projects and things that Led Nimoy had worked on that wasn't Star Trek. I and know. it was just like, whoa. Because he was in a lot of Westerns and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, very, I, very I remember him quite well actor. on um Mission Impossible. I used yeah. to love that. And I, of course, he was, I was a big fan of him because it was about the same time. Yeah. So he well, wasn't on all the Mission Impossibles, but he, he was really cool. Also, one of the nicest guys around from, by all accounts that I've read. So yeah. it's good. It's good that there's yeah. these people out there. Not Yeah. Yeah. And so it was sad to, to, to hear that he's left us. Um, but he's, you know, as the saying goes, left the world a, a better place. And then this morning, heard that Terry Pratchett had died. I guess in a way that's... Quite young, eh? 60... Yeah. It wasn't a huge shock in that he has been sick a couple of times and, you know, he's had Alzheimer's, which I think is probably the worst possible thing for a a writer to have, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because that's the core of who they are. Yeah. So I I did get the chance to, well, not exactly meet Terry You're in the same room as him. I was in the same room as him. I, I said hello to him as I walked out. I I went to a book signing. Um, was it like a casual hello, or were you like screaming across I like, the room? No, I, I went by. There. I said, "It's great to see you, Terry." And he went, "See ya," or something like that. Because and the person he was signing the book for just gave me a dirty look. Yeah, of course like, they did. This was their moment. Yeah, and you've taken it away from them. But I, had I'm going to laugh. I had the bought the book, and I was standing in line. I had to get back to work. So I'm laughing that uh, someone else today is telling someone else the story of the time that they were getting their book signed by him, and there was some dude yelling, "Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad about that. Anyway, well, no, I didn't. But you know, I felt bad that I couldn't stay in line and freaking meet him. I should have just been late for work. And I'm such a goody goody. Yeah, I've never wagged any days of school. Never, ever did any of that stuff. Oh. Yeah, don't do sickies at work either. No. 
I'm good terrible. work ethic. Yeah, yeah. Um, too predictable. Too predictable. I did want to talk about something. Is it, is it that time? This is my, my rant time. It's rant time. Rant time. Rant time. All right, so I'm going to say my piece about us sending our people out to um, Iraq for this whole ISIL thing. Yes, it was in the news uh, very predominantly, predominantly when we were recording our podcast episodes two weeks ago. And yeah. I haven't heard too much more about it, to be honest, at the I, moment. I was going to say something, but I have had a couple of discussions with people since. And Oh, yes. And in those discussions, I realized how passionate I really am about the whole thing. Okay, <laughs> like, let, let's go. Let's hear it. So I'm on, on two levels, two levels. First of all, I absolutely think we've got to be there. We should be there fighting um, or doing some support against ISIL because we can't ISIS or ISIL, whoever you want to, whichever um, acronym you want to use for them, because the reality is the only way we're going to placate them is to become an Islamic state here. That's the only way you're going to say, oh, these guys won't attack us. Okay, yep. And I'm assuming that's off the table. I mean, we're a Christian state at the moment. Personally, I don't give a toss either way. Yeah, um, yeah. I prefer to be secular, but anyway, I presume that's off the table. So unless you're going to do that, we are going to be a target for them at some point in time. And a lot of people are going to be a target. Oh, everybody oh, pretty know. much that is in the Islamic State will be a target. Yeah. So, you know, and you could argue, oh, well, if we don't send people, we're lower down on that priority list. Well, we're lower down on that priority list until something high um, profile is going to happen here. For example, the Cricket World Cup or later on some more movies are being shot here, Avatar 2 or something like that. You know, anything that will get them headlines because they're quite tech savvy with that. So I think we've got to be in there because if we don't do the support and we do get attacked, we're going to look pretty sad going to the big boys and saying, oh, do you want to help us? Because ISIS has been attacking us. Okay. Yeah. You know, I so that, that. that's that's my uh, feelings on that. In terms of, you know, should we let our soldiers say, oh, I, I can opt out of this mission. I don't want to go. Oh, yeah, that was, that was a bit strange. And, yeah. and, and the comments, if you read them on stuff, I think I was reading and they were just like anyone in the military who obviously wants to be in the military will won't exercise that option they said it's they, the the majority of people said that's a bit of a strange clause to put in there i i think i think it's a fair enough clause to put in there i think most people won't do it yeah, yeah most yeah. professional soldiers are like this is what i do i'm going yeah yeah right but you i think it's good to have that clause in there for those odd people and and when i say odd people it's the circumstances if you, if you've just given birth to your first or your partner's just given birth to their first child yeah in the last two weeks and you're being deployed i i totally understand them saying no i don't want to go now i know some people are, are very vehemently saying no 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 that's desertion we should shoot them but i i mean yeah, that's a bit extreme that, that would be i would agree with that if we were being invaded you know, okay. You know, that's desertion. But for us to go over there, and it's only a training machine anyway. I think the opt-out clause is perfectly fine. And if I was going out over there, I don't want somebody who has reservations or some dramas going on back home to be on my flank. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust them. Right. You know, I'd I'd rather know that everybody that's with me on that mission wants to be there. So the thing I read online, and of course everything you read online is truthful. Of course. Of course. Uh, they stated that they have only requested help for construction. They don't want anyone over there to show them how to fight or anything. They just want some people to show them how to build a building. That's what they actually want. 
but they basically no one's listening to them. They're just going to send all these troops over and do whatever the hell they want. Uh, the other part to that is apparently there's some Australians over there already, and because they don't want the actual troops there, they've done something weird with visas. So all these Australian troops apparently at the moment actually only have like a three-month temporary visiting visa, and they can't get into one part of the country where they need to be, and they're just sitting around in a building, like in a holding area in transit. Because they won't let them. Oh man, politics does stuff. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. And the other argument was the Americans have been there ten years already, training them how to do everything, and that hasn't worked at all because they just. Well, I would say it's because they're Americans. Probably, yeah, yeah, it probably is. You know what I mean? I I think we did a lot better in East Timor than New Zealand. Oh yeah. Than anybody else because we had the right sort of attitude for that sort of work. But anyway, yep. I mean, I, I don't know. And it'll be interesting. I think we had to go and from a p- political standpoint, and you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It will be bad if uh, some Kiwis get caught and they end up being beheaded on, on TV, internet, internet. Yep. yep. Um, that'll be shit. Um, Will that mean that everybody pulls out? Half the people will go, right, we've got to pull out now. And the other half will be... We've got to send more. Bloodlust and go, let's... Yeah. Yeah, kill these MFs. But anyway, so... Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's my little rant time. I I don't want to get into a political debate on this... uh, No, no. ...on this podcast, because that's not really our thing. No, it's not in the tagline, so no. Yeah, I mean, the the only other momentous thing that was was happening at the same time was... um, what colour was that dress? That really annoyed me. I just thought it was the <laughs> stupidest thing in the world. And there was some one of the TV stations played a reporter from either BBC or an American network, and he pretty much said, "This is how it was." Basically, how it was shot, and it was on the. He showed it as gold and white. Yeah, and then he said, "We've tweaked this setting. We've tweaked this setting. We've done this." And it went to the blue, but it was originally blue. Sorry, it went the other way. He had yeah. the blue dress, and he tweaked all these settings on the camera, and he said, here you go. And it was just like that. And obviously, they've now said it's the how people perceive things with their eyes and yeah, blah, it, blah, it blah. was it was freaky, though, because the freaky thing was that I saw it as white, white and gold, white and gold, white and gold, white and gold. Watched or read a story about it, looked at it again, the same photo, not a different photo. And it was blue and black. And I was like, what the f-? No, I didn't. Yeah, no, that happened to me. Oh, I didn't have that. I just had different versions of the picture. And then I had the picture of the guy with the address on TV saying it's actually a blue dress. That's what he said. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, it's lots of craziness. Lots of craziness. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen the same photo change one oh, one okay. way and back again. Oh, and I think a lot of it was about the lighter in the room as well because I was yeah, watching yeah, it yeah. on my phone and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there, there was, okay, from that cool. point of view, it was interesting. But, yeah, well, get over the dress, for God's sake. Did you hear what George R. R. Martin tweeted about mm, that? I don't know. He said, shut up about the blue dress or Tyrion dies. <laughs> that's yeah. gold that's gold yeah. good on you it's only going to take him another 20 years to finish the rest of the story but that's alright <laughs> yeah Tyrion will be freaking he, dying he, of old age by well, the time it's over cause he, what's he right on some weird old operating system eh I yeah. think it's called a typewriter yeah. no, no, no 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 I'm joking, I'm joking. but you know I, that I don't know. you know that he only writes in one system no, I and he no gives clue. it to them on a floppy disk and they yeah, he writes in this really old um, uh, computer program that's been around for like 20 years. No one else ever uses it, but that's all he does. And he writes. And he never writes when he travels. He has to write at home. So when he's doing the promotion, he's never working. And 
they had to figure out how to transfer it from whatever weird file it is into what every publisher in the world uses. And I think it's a floppy disk he gives them. I bet I know what program it is too. I bet I used to use that. You probably, yeah, you probably uh, did. Because I, I used to put it on a floppy disk too. I've got a box of floppy disks over here, five be, and quarter inch I, floppy disks. Of here. course you do. Um, anyway, yeah. So I'm, you better, you should look that up and see if it is the program. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those floppies are moldy now and they won't work anymore. But oh, yeah. all that, all that lost awesomeness. All my genius. All your genius. Years of genius. All that money making ideas are in there. <laughs> Yep, yep. So, uh, yeah. So I was going to I was going to talk about the, um, the media mingle we went to, which was only two nights ago. Yes, that was uh, really cool. Enjoyed that. Um, so I don't even know who puts it on. Who organises it? Is um, it an actual thing? I don't know. Uh, yeah, the, the, no. It's there's a couple of people I met. Nicholas O'Flaherty. Sorry, if, Nick, if I've got your name wrong. Um, and he started, he was one of the founders of Media Mingle and of Social Media Club Auckland. Actually. Oh, right. So the Media and, Mingle is basically people that work in media. Yeah. So and, it's, it's more for PR and advertising yeah. and get-togethers. And, and we decided to go. And, yeah, and the whole point is it's a networking event as opposed to an educational event. They don't have speakers. They don't do that. You just turn up and chat to people. So we decided to go for two reasons. What was the second reason? <laughs> My reason is that I have a job that deals oh, yes, with yes. event stuff, Sorry. and so I need to yeah. sell some of that stuff, and, and the PR second, people do events. So yeah, yeah. Was, and the second reason we thought we'd go and plug the New Zealand Filmmakers Podcast dot yeah, com, yeah. which worked quite well, I think, because yeah, it um, blew people's minds. You know, I said, I brought a whole pile of cards, and then I looked in my folder, and I had three, uh, yeah, seven, yeah. so I took the seven, I ran out of cards, obviously, yeah. and then I opened my bag later, and there was like 100 cards in there. Yeah, of course there was. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. Oops. It was quite surprising how many people in the PR media field were unemployed at this point in time. Oh, really? A lot of the people I spoke to had no job, and that's because they'd been traveling overseas. And then when I probed them a bit further, I said, is there a lot of jobs out there? Oh, there's a few, but I'm, I'm waiting for the perfect job. And I was like, you're never going to be employed. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Right. So we were at a bar, and it was on Sale Street, and the bar used to be called Sale Street, I think. Yeah, I think it was called Sale Street. And yeah. uh, now it's called The Smokehouse, which the I didn't... The Sweat Shop. It's called The Sweat Shop. Was it? The Sweat Shop? Yep. I thought it was The Smokehouse. No, it's The Sweat oh, Shop. Oh, that would have made more, way more sense. But anyway, so it's The Sweat Shop, which I don't know if there was little Asian people underneath <laughs> making thousands of T-shirts. I, I did wonder about the name, because it's just like... What? So uh, that was all good. And then the guy jumps up and he's like, hey, I'm, insert bar owner's name here. And uh, I'm not very good at public speaking, but... Uh, but I'll waffle on for 10 minutes yeah, anyway. I'm, I'm going to talk about what we do here at the sweatshop. And uh, number one, we've got three things that we mainly focus on. Number one is uh, live music, Friday and Saturday nights. And uh, and, and we and we I laughed at this because he goes, and we focus on New Zealand music. I'm like, what is that? Because you can't afford yeah, to bring know, in an international and, artist every weekend. And, and then, <laughs> and then the second thing he said, which just I couldn't stop laughing, it like cracked me up big time. Is uh, we we have smoked meats? Apparently, that's a thing. And then the third thing is they have what you expect at a bar: craft beer, and they're about to release their fifth. Uh, version or yeah, because they they actually have the vats there or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, it's out the, the back. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that was good. And then it was the business card draw, so we'd all chucked our business cards in, and of course, I won. <sighs> Sam won, and I'm like, yeah, bar tab, all right. Everyone thinking bar tab, yes, because it was a hundred. It 
they, he said hundred dollar voucher or yeah hundred dollar voucher yeah. So anyway, I get the voucher and that's all good. And I'm joking with these people I've just met that I'm going to get a hundred dollars worth of smoked meat, chuck it in my car, and go all the way back to Hamilton eating my meat. And that went down quite funny. Uh, it was good. And I'm sitting there, and after a while, I'm looking at the card, and actually, you can only use it for food. So, <laughs> haven't used it yet. Uh, and, and as a vegetarian, I'm feeling somewhat slighted. I'm like, yeah, we're going to drink a bar tab. Oh, no, it's smoked meat. Far out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I think we might check that out uh, at a later date. I've got to use it by October. So Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we got uh, Social Media I was Club thinking about that. Out, I was so, thinking about um, that, but Social Media Club Auckland's got pizza, and I'm quite fond of pizza, so... Yeah. We might have to do something oh, else. Oh, good. So it was interesting and spoke to a lot of people and a lot of people knew people uh, in the film industry and different things. And I actually ran out of giant pumpkin cards, of all things. Oh, wow. I oh, I saw it. your um, giant pumpkin cap. That looked mint, bro. Mint. <laughs> yeah. I, I Are you going to be wearing that at the Great Pumpkin Carnival, aren't you? I should be. Yeah, I, I was plugging the carnival. I know I'm not well, a big. You hat, weren't around. I'm, oh, very good. I'm not a big hat person. But uh, what happened was I went to Speedy Signs, which has got embroidered me involved with them. Same thing, and I was getting a new shirt made, which looks quite fancy actually. And I went in there to check up on the shirt, and it wasn't ready. And then the guys like, "Oh, we've got something for you." And I was like, okay, if the shit's not ready and I haven't ordered anything else, I'm thinking, what's he on about? And this dark-haired girl came out from out the back and she had all these facial piercings and had two rings through her nose. And she gives me this hat. And he said, oh, the machinist loved your logo so much. She just made you this hat. And I was like, awesome. Thanks. Cool. Very unexpected. And thank you, Embroid Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Signs down on King Street. Very good. Scott's the man there to talk to. Good stuff. So, yeah, if you want something done like that, definitely go there. Oh, and a word from our other sponsor. Yes. TSC Hire. <laughs> oh, they're <laughs> sponsoring wanna... the show now. I look forward to the benefits <laughs> that will bring me. Yes. Yes. See, see they're, they're paying for my time <laughs> being here. <laughs> You're not supposed so, to say t- things like that. <laughs> TSC Hire. We hire uh, barriers and 1.8 meter fencing, so temporary fencing for around Ro- your event or around cones. your construction site uh you know barrier fencing um we also do road cones and bits and pieces and vms boards they're the they're big variable boards on the trailer message sign boards yep and they're on the trailer and they're everywhere now that i now that i rent them out i see them everywhere yes. so they do the roadworks, but they also have them around mount smart stadium which is sort of where our our office is up there for, you know, upcoming event, you know, the Eagles and all that sort of thing. They have one on Tirapa that I saw yesterday for a car yard, and it was a colour one. Yes, we have a colour one as well, wow. multi-colour one. And so, yes, I'm going to go and talk to some car yards, and that's a good call. They Thank had you. a picture of the car cartoon car from Cars. Oh, I this, don't know if ours is this, that flash. Well, the, 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 yeah, this was a proper board thing, but it was, yeah, it was... Pretty cool looking. Okay. But ours are really good too, and ours are probably a bit of price. Uh, That's they're... right. That's the main thing. <laughs> so if you do want to uh, rent one on a daily rate, or we have uh, short and long-term hire rates and stuff for bits and pieces, give, drop us a line. Awesome. tschire.co.nz. We'll put all the notes in the show notes at com, and if you're lucky, I might put that on Facebook as well. Woohoo. I, I'll get a, a, a picture ad, and we can put that on Facebook when I finally got it done. Yeah, sounds good. Sweet. Anyway, okay, so was, what else have we got here? We're going to talk about The Collector. Okay, that that movie thing, we haven't seen, have we? 
Have you seen it? Yeah, we can talk about that later. Okay. All right. We'll talk about another episode, maybe even. We'll yeah. See okay. how, we'll see how this goes. All right. All yours, Sam. Oh, it's all my. I'm just waiting for. I'm just waiting for it to load. I was going to say. So a gun collector up north is fatally shot by a cannon. And a 74 year old guy, and it's a small single shot cannon. Uh, and it, the barrel diameter is 40 millimeters, so not a big cannon. 40. Oh no, that's, but it's still a cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it and it went off while he was getting it out the back of a ute. Yeah, and apparently his wife is devastated because. Well, no. What what made me laugh about that news story was it happened in front of his wife, who was quote distressed unquote. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it happened in front of anybody, it would be distressing. But it's your partner, you know, your spouse. That's got to up the distressing level a little. Um, so we were talking about this before, and the whole the how I how I envisage this is he's seen it on Trade Me, and he's gone and brought this cannon from someone. And his wife's just thinking, where are we going to put this cannon amongst all the other guns and other crap that he's got in the shed? You didn't buy another cannon, did you? What the hell were you thinking? It was a good deal. It was a good deal, you know. Where are we going to put it? You know I'm going to be the one cleaning it, don't you? No, 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 but it's a good deal. It's a 40 millimeter and it's this long and blah, blah. Oh, bollocks to you and your bloody cannons. So uh, then he must get home and he's... You know, look at this cannon on the back of my ute. Look You're going to get somebody else to help you lift that down? No, you, no, no, it's you're fine. You're getting on now, no, dear. No, It'll hurt fine. your back lifting that down. No, no, it's fine. I've done this for 40-odd years. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dude. Like, I don't even know how... I like, oh, that's crazy. Uh, and, and it's sad. Like, it's not something you should really joke about, but seriously. But, but I was talking to my... Who carries a loaded cannon around in the ute? Imagine if it went off, he went over a bump and it just shot the, the car behind. But I was talking to my friend about this and, and it led on to another story which happened about two or three years ago and it was the guy with an engineering degree built a hovercraft and he right. went to the beach to test it with his family and because he's so clued up, he doesn't put a cage on the back fan that pushes the hovercraft along. So it comes off and chopped his head off in front of his family at the beach in New Zealand. Oh, didn't hear about that one. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So there's some very clever people out there that I, common sense isn't I, very I, common. I gotta I gotta I gotta tell you about one that I saw which is just hilarious. I think I've told you about this before. Okay. Um but there was a video called Faces of Death years and years ago. And they had got um two old Footage from two different cameras, two different families, basically, in uh, the U.S. And they're at somewhere like Yellowstone National Park, and they're in the car. And this is the old, um, you know, 16-millimeter camera things, you know, film cameras. And so you can hear that clacking. But they had sound, and they were one of them was color and one of them was black and white. No, they were both color, but they were like faded old color. And so you hear two conversations, and they've they've snip them back and forth, you know, edit them together. And one's going like, well, I'm going to go out and have a closer look at that bear. And and this woman goes, no, Bob, don't do that. It's a bear. The bears are bad. Don't go out there. And go, oh, I'll be all right, Janet. Just stay here. And then in the other car, you've got, oh, my Lord, look at David. Look at that stupid man. He's getting out of the car. Oh, what an idiot. And then, and then you've got Janet holding the other camera as her husband's going out. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, Bob was holding the camera. 
Bob, Bob, get back in the car. Don't do it. I'm all right, Janet. I'll just get a little closer and get a picture of this bear. And so you've got a picture from the other car of this guy walking over with a camera to the bear. The bear rears up and Bob goes, oh, shit. <laughs> and then the bear swipes at him. Like just an open hand swipe. Yeah, as they do. And basically his head falls off. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. His head, his neck snaps, yeah, and yeah. his head is hanging down yeah. his back, and he drops. And you hear Janet just going, bah, bah, bah. and yeah, the other's going, oh, my God. And, oh, my God. it's Why would you do that to your family? You know, that's well, the stupidest you, thing. You, yeah, some people don't think things through, so. Anyway, so that was probably a, an unwarranted story, but there you go. Well, I, well, with that amazing uh, end to life in general for Bob, uh, I think that's almost the end of our podcast, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. So um, if you liked it, uh, let everybody know about it. If you don't like it, keep that to yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you could rate us on iTunes, if you're an iTunes user, I know there are iTunes user. I can do that now. I forgot about that. Yes, you can. You've got a new. You've got an iPhone now, so that's good. Do that. I will do that. And, yeah, so if you can rate us on iTunes, uh, pop in on Sears on Facebook or and follow us on Twitter. Yeah, but the, cool. best, the best place to go if you have can't remember any of that is the com, and there's links to everything there. Yeah, everything we talked about. Um, and, yeah, and we'll have some more competitions coming up as well, I think. Yes, sounds good. So until next time, I'm Sam. And I'm Chris. Have See a great ya. day. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.